Ransomed Sons Productions and the Prayer Furnace on the Mountain presents the Furnace Sessions. Welcome back to the Furnace Sessions. We are talking about steadfast love. We left off in 1 Kings chapter 8, where the ark was brought to the temple. This is the time of King Solomon. This is during the Feast of Tabernacles, in which he's going to dedicate the new temple. Uh, This is in Jerusalem. And all the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribes and the chiefs and all the Israelite families are there. And the Ark of the Covenant has been brought up from Zion, the city of David. And it's going to be dedicated in this holy place. And Solomon has fulfilled by the building of this temple the great King David. He is his son. He has carried on. And so here we are in 1 Kings chapter 8. And we were looking at this dedication word by Solomon for the Ark of the Covenant, for the the temple where, where Solomon stands before the altar of the Lord in front of the whole assembly of Israel and spreads out his hands towards heaven and begins to cry up the glorious prayer and he says oh lord god of israel there is no god like you in heaven above or on earth beneath keeping covenant and showing steadfast love to your servants who walk before you with all their heart the lord The glory of the Lord fills the temple as this is occurring, the very cloud of glory in which the priests could not even perform their duties. And this dedication of the temple during the uh, festival, the Feast of Tabernacles, you know, just a little reminder that The 2020 Feast of Tabernacles begins on Friday evening, sundown, October 2nd, to Friday evening, sundown, October 9th. You remember the Feast of Booths, Sukkot, yeah, the huts, the tents, the great celebration commemorating the Israelites coming out of slavery and then going into the wilderness of 
God's great provision. Tishri, 15th day. Our Gregorian calendar, of course, is uh, September, October. And so I had said that this leapt out at me. Steadfast love. And I, I want that steadfast love. I want to know the God of steadfast love. I want to know the God that, that took his steadfast love and turned it into covenant with me. Where he has granted me life and steadfast love and with his care has preserved my spirit, just like Job said in the Bible in chapter uh, 10, verse 12. My Lord has granted me life and steadfast love. And this steadfast love, steadfast, steadfast, is unwavering. It's faithful and firmly fixed in place. It's immovable. It's not subject to change. It's not a man who lies, meaning a human being. It's constant and staunch and resolute and it stays and it's rooted and grounded and fixed and established. It's constant and steady and unswerving. This steadfast love that is that is the, the very glue that that the, the, the substance I should say that that adheres and keeps the covenant together. What was in that ark? In the most holy place, that beautiful ark of the covenant, it was those stone tablets that Moses, you know, received the law of God on Mount Horeb. And, but then later, my Jesus says that he's going to write his laws, his love on my heart. And so I just want to know this steadfast love all I've ever known, all it seems like we human beings ever know is sort of either interrupted love or weak love, uncertain love, unwavering love, broken covenants. We fail so miserably in the, in the arena of love. And so I, I just, I, I, I want to know this steadfast love. And I know that, that his love is, that the love of Jesus, the love of God, is bound within himself and flows out of his divine nature. It flows out of him. It does not flow out of a man. It does not flow out of a woman. It does not flow. It flows out of him. And the covenant that he made and the promise that he made, the faithfulness of that covenant, only believe, come into that covenant with him, is, it's, it, it's, it's, it's an outward expression. It's, it's an expression of this steadfast love. 
And so this redeeming love, that despite the, the sinful rebellion of God's people, despite my sinful rebellion, I am rescued from judgment and reconciled through God's work of salvation. Where he marked the work in his blood on the cross because he so loved. So I'm just here to pray at the prayer furnace because no other thing happens here but the the bended knee and the bowed heart and the the drawing near unto God that he draws near unto us. And so I'm crying out today with a prayer for myself, with a prayer for you, that we would know this steadfast love, that we would know this unwavering love, that we would know the love that was in the blood that was poured out for us, that we would understand at the feet of Jesus as we look up on the crucified Christ on that cross, if we could understand the ascended, the ascended Jesus, who sits at the right hand of the Father, ever living to intercede for us, if we could understand the depths of this love, this steadfast love, this immovable love, this unwavering love that is never going to go away, it's all eternal, it's forever. And ever, and ever, it does not end with death. It does not begin with birth. It is the love of God, creator of heaven and earth. No wonder Solomon lifted up his hands to dedicate the temple and the incoming ark and said, O oh Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above or on earth beneath, keeping covenant and showing steadfast love to your servants who walk before you with all of their heart. I want to know this love. Father, I just pray for this steadfast love to just be unwrapped. I pray that it go from the mystical, where you said to your disciples at the last Passover, the last supper, where you took the, 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 the wine and you said, this is my blood, drink. Of me, and they said, This is too hard. This is a difficult, difficult saying. What is he saying? What is he saying? Where you broke the bread and said, Take my body and eat. And they said, This is difficult. This is difficult. This is a, what is he saying? I ask you to take the mystical where you sat with your, 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 your disciples at the Last Supper. And it was before your suffering. It was before you were to make atonement for our sin.
where you would take into your body our sin, into your body our sin, that you would place your blood in the most holy place on the mercy seat, where your blood would go over the stone tablets on that Ark of the Covenant, where you took the mystical and you gave them the elements that we call communion today. Or the in Catholicism, the Eucharist. But, the, but it was too mystical. It was too hard. It was difficult. What are you saying, Lord? That I'm to drink your blood? That I'm to eat your blood? What are you saying to me? For God so loved that he gave his only begotten son as a sacrifice for my sins. That whosoever would believe. So I pray, Lord, that you would, that you would unwrap the mystical of the steadfast love of God. I pray that the steadfast love that, 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 that birthed the covenant of faithfulness. And we are covenant breakers, God. I'm a covenant breaker. You have a covenant that is coming from the steadfast love that stays, that is constant, that is immovable, that is firmly fixed in place for all eternity. And I pray, God, in this prayer furnace on the mountain, let us know the steadfast love more than ever before in this earth and every people every tongue, every tribe, every color, every man, every woman, every child. Let us know this steadfast love. I am desperate for this steadfast love. Thank you for joining me. This is Gail Marie with Daughters of Desperation. Coming to you live from the prayer furnace on the mountain. This is the Furnace Session. Sunday.